Ladies and gentlemen, this show is brought to you exclusively by the Reality Check Podcast Network. Hey everyone, this is Stan Wangland, your host of Just Thinking. Please join me in welcoming a new sponsor. Alicia from the Dear God Are We There Yet podcast is giving away over $200 worth of inspirational fees, books, and even some travel swag like Hotels.com. Dear God, Are We There Yet is a bilingual podcast bringing her Dominican zest to inspire and manifest dreams through questions and conversation about everything under the sun. Fascinating show. Check her out on Instagram at Dear God, Are We There Yet? And go to the link in the show notes or go to HTTP semicolon forward slash forward slash BIT dot LY forward slash Dear God, Are We There Yet? And check out this amazing giveaway. Don't forget that the giveaway is from February 24th and it ends on March 24th. And make sure once again that you go to http colon forward slash forward slash bit dot ly forward slash dear God are we there yet and enter yourself in this great giveaway. You will be sorry that you did. Bye bye now.
source of knowledge that will drop right to your favorite podcast server every single day. No topics are off limits. Anything and everything is covered. Uncensored, unfiltered, uncut. You are listening to Just Thinking with the one and only Stan Wangland. Hey everybody, this is Stan Wangland and welcome to Just Thinking. How the heck is everybody doing today? Are you having a great day wherever you are in the world? Well, I certainly hope so. I had a pretty good day today myself. Now that you asked, <laughs> just teasing you. I'm so happy to, uh, 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 again, to repeat myself, I'm so happy to be doing the podcast today and joining all of you. I did a very interesting show for today's show, meaning the one that, that aired today already. And it was on the uh, plunging stock market. And uh, that's never good news. But uh, here I am at the end of the day, and it's plunged another eight or 900 points. So uh, we might be onto something here in the show. So remember, you can always go back and listen to the shows for their analysis of information or, uh, you know, just for as a point of interest. You can go back and hear other shows on, on talking about the stock market and, and other things that are happening into the world. Actually, today I was going to do a show on uh, <clears throat> Harvey Weinstein. And uh, everybody knows uh, by now what's happened. Harvey Weinstein, the big producer and uh, one of the founders with his brother, Bob Weinstein of Miramax, was convicted, um, you know, based on uh, sexual assault charges. Uh, and, uh, you know, he had over 80 complainants. Uh, and I guess due to the... Uh, large number of people who complained you know, about Harvey Weinstein and people like him, the Me Too movement uh, was actually founded, you know, where one person after another said Me Too. And uh, it was kind of a landmark decision. And uh, I would have to go back to the news article to see how many counts he was convicted on. And then again, how many other areas he wasn't convicted on. And uh, I think I might do that show tomorrow, even though it's, you know, prime in the news today. But uh, the uh, British Broadcasting System had a really interesting article on the 80-plus women, uh, you know, and what their charges were against him. And man, oh man, uh, you know, I wasn't on the jury, um, just like anybody else out there. Whatever I hear, I hear on the news. I certainly don't think that 80 women would make up stuff about Mr. Weinstein. And obviously the jury didn't either. But it's a really tough position uh, for the people who come in who've been victimized uh, when uh, not all the charges are accepted by the jury for whatever reason, where, you know, maybe there's not enough information or somebody says, hey, you say you were raped on this date, but you came back and you got raped again. And it's hard to understand, uh, I guess, uh, in these kinds of businesses and with the, the kinds of pressures that come to bear on people. Yeah, things like that are possible. And things like that have been done for people you know, in jobs uh, about losing their positions that are few and far, you know, between and extremely hard to come by for both men and women, but particularly 99% of the cases for women. You know, they've been sexually uh, taken advantage of in this for, for years and years and years and years and years. So it isn't anything new. So the Weinstein case has a lot of very interesting things. But that isn't the show that I'm going to do. I said I wasn't going to do a show about anything political. 
And I don't know if it is political or it isn't. It has to do with two big politicians. But it's really more of a, of a dynamic that has to do with these two guys. And it has to do with President Trump. And it has to do with Bernie Sanders. And uh, I have to be very honest with you, in the 2016 uh, elections, I was in all the way for Bernie Sanders. Uh, I've said this a thousand times. I grew up in the same neighborhood as Bernie Sanders. I went to the same high school as Bernie Sanders. I, you know, Bernie Sanders originally went to the same college that I went to. I went to the same college as Aaron Dershowitz. I went to the same high school as Ruth Bader Ginsburg and Chuck Schumer. That's the area of Brooklyn that I grew up in. The same with these guys. Uh, I'm just going on 70. These guys are a few years older than me. Chuck Schumer is one year older than me. Uh, Bernie is uh, eight years older and Ruth Ginsburg a little bit older than all of us. But I understand uh, where Bernie comes from. I understand what his thinking is. I understand that he, no, he's not a communist or any such thing. <laughs> he's a New York City Jewish fellow uh, who's 78, who comes, from a, who comes from a time period where the biggest her hero to working class families, particularly Jewish working class families in New York City, and not just Jewish, but particularly Jewish working class families, was Franklin Delano Roosevelt, our very esteemed, wonderful four-term president, okay, who, uh, you know, had the most liberal democratic views uh, in the world uh, at that time and, uh, you know, set the stage for Social Security, uh, you know, all kinds of wonderful things. The CCC, the Civilian Conservation Corps, you know, the WPA, all the, you know, the Hoover Dams, all, all these great things. Got us out of the Depression, all kinds of things. Um, universal uh, rights for people that we never got in our country or other, but other people like in Germany and Japan and other places when we occupied them after the war, they got all those rights. He was followed by another great guy who reminds me of Bernie Sanders in a funny way, and that was Harry Truman. And Harry Truman was, uh, you know, a, a, a rascal who became the vice president, and he was kind of in oblivion. And then when Roosevelt died, he became the president and did a lot of remarkable things and uh, was uh, just a really straightforward, authentic guy. And, um, you know, that's a little bit of the background uh, for Bernie. Believe it or not, uh, you know, Trump is another guy who grew up in New York City. That's where he comes from. He has a, a certain sensibility. The majority of his life, he's been a Democrat. He certainly wasn't a Republican. Uh, and, you know, he also contributed to both parties because he was a business person. But here's the thing that uh, I'd like to do on a brief show is I, <clears throat> excuse me, see people every day. And I cannot tolerate President Trump. I think he's an absolute disgrace and should never have won the presidency and shouldn't even be in the office. I, I wouldn't trust him further than I can throw him. And I knew that when I you know, lived in New York, as most New Yorkers did, you know, anything that Donald Trump touched died uh, one way or another after a period of time, just like it's happening in our country. However, uh, I do understand where he comes from. I do understand his mentality. And one thing that he's not is he is not a quitter. He is not a quitter. And he's a guy, which I think is typically a New York thing. And I think Mike Bloomberg shows some of that, believe it or not. Rudy Giuliani does. 
you know, other people have. Um, Mayor Koch did. Um, these are guys uh, that thrive. They thrive on being authentic. They thrive on doubling down. They thrive on telling you just how they think. And I'm talking about President Trump now. I'm talking about, uh, you know, a lot of other people who are New York politicians uh, or have this, you know, they're in this age bracket between 70 and 80. And uh, they come from a particular point in time. And Sanders is the same way. And here's what I wanted to really talk about. Why do the supporters of Sanders, which I'm one of, and no, I'm not a Bernie bro. I'm not looking to beat up anybody with a MAGA hat. And nobody with a MAGA hat is certainly going to beat me up. That's for sure. Pull that shit on somebody else, you know? And yes, this is Stan Wengland. I'm in the phone book. And you can get me right here in New York. It doesn't that All that bullshit doesn't bother me, just like it doesn't bother President Trump or bother the, you know, lots of the other supporters. But I guess I'm supposed to be a Bernie bro because I'm a male. I'm an older male. And I support Sanders, but I'm not looking to be nasty to anybody. I don't, I don't have hate mail for Hillary Clinton when Bernie was running against her. I'm not spewing hatred towards President Trump because he doesn't support Bernie Sanders. I, I can't stomach what he does because I'm an American. I'm a veteran. I'm a patriot. My son is a disabled veteran. Why would I want, why would I want to vote for this guy? Why would I support any of his crooked shenanigans? However... The one thing, and I was mentioning to my wife, the one similarity he has with Bernie and Bernie has with him is, again, they are both authentic. They are both the real deal. Trump calls Bernie crazy Bernie. Everybody thinks Trump is a is a nut, is a, is a whatever. These guys, are, and, and I will say these guys, including the nutcases like Rudy Giuliani and all these other characters, including guys like myself and people that I grew up with, we tell it like it is. If I'm just thinking about it on this show, I'm not looking to filter anything. I'm not looking to be inappropriate, but I'm not looking to filter anything from you. This is who I am. I want you to like me. I want you to like the show. I want to do well, but take it or leave it. That's who I am. I'm not trying to force you to watch the show. And you're not watching the show, of course. If you're doing that, then you're hallucinating. I'm not trying to force you to listen to the show. And you know something? Trump is the same way. He tells you straight up, straight down. And he, he and he's a liar and a crook as well on many other things. But he's also pretty straight in, in terms of telling you that he's a crook. That he's full of shit or, you know, that he's, you know, he said one thing one day and he didn't the other day. And he looks you straight in the face and he does it. And uh, he tells you straight up, he doesn't lose a step. Now, Bernie's the opposite extreme, but he's is just as authentic. When he made these comments about Castro or something, he's not supporting Fidel Castro. Bernie Sanders is not a communist. You know, he's just, he's he's an honest guy. And I, why were, I was a kid, like, like Bernie was older than me. But I remember Castro and everything else. The United States, like they did in Iran, to the Shah of Iran, they stuck it up the, Iran the Iranian people's ass and they did the same thing to the Cubans. And they did the same thing to Castro. Castro wanted to get in bed with the Americans. They wouldn't cut him a deal because all the sugar companies, Dole, pineapple, gambling, uh, crime, 
and money laundering and everything else in Cuba, 90 miles from Florida. Come on, folks. Come on, come on, come on. I love my country. We're like any other country at that point in time. We did a lot of bad things. We were were trying to take advantage of the same thing we did in Vietnam. Yeah, we, we supported all the wrong characters for quite a long period of time. All countries have a history of doing that. And all Bernie was saying is he's, he's going to be honest and he's going to double down on it. And he's going to tell the truth. Yeah, there's lots of things uh, with all the shitty things that Castro did. And he was a brutal, brutal guy when he got to power and executing people left and right. To be sure, I can remember watching that on TV and seeing the soldiers. It was dreadful. It was dreadful. But they had things with literacy. They had things, you know, with... Uh, medicine and other things in their country that far surpassed things in other countries, which was surprising. And Bernie was just being truthful and making a point. And Trump many times does the same thing. In this sense, he says whatever he believes. He says whatever he's thinking at that moment. And Bernie does the same thing. So what's the effect on the fan base Well, the effect on the fan base is that neither of these two guys is politically correct. Bernie's been saying the same thing come hell or high water for 30 years, man. There's nothing new with Bernie Sanders. If he's this big pinko and communist and criminal uh, now just because he's in the lead and kicking the shit out of the establishment, why has he been a guy that uh, has been in the Senate and House of Representatives for all these years? Nobody ever said that before. He just had a progressive point of view. Why should, he, why should he start lying now to be use political savvy? And believe it or not, that's how Trump got his party's nomination and got the election. Because with all his craziness, that's what a lot of people wanted at that time. They said, look at all these lying bastards in Congress, uh, the Senate, and everything else like that. They're leaving me behind. They're not doing shit for me. And then people in business said, this guy's a businessman. You know, a businessman. We can, you know, he'll, he'll work to our advantage and everything else like that. They took a chance on this guy. Some things they got what they wanted. Some things they didn't from him. Yeah, you might. You, you want big tax breaks. You know, you're the you're a little guy and you're for Trump. You got to be out of your fucking mind. You're getting it up the yin yo every day. If you don't see that, you're nuts. However, what you're not getting from him is you're not getting from him that he doesn't love you. He's not part of the swamp for you. He's trying to to give you the impression that he's down for you. And he's going to thumb his nose at everybody and and call people names, break the rules, challenge people, get away with murder. And his fan base is going to love that. They're going to love that because he's being the Donald Trump that they know. That's the Donald Trump they saw. He hasn't varied one inch, and he has played to them from day one for always and forever. That's what he's done. And with Bernie Sanders, it's the same thing. Why do I love Bernie? Why do people love Bernie? Because Bernie doesn't change. It's not where Bernie doesn't take in new information. Bernie's for the common guy. Bernie's not looking to burn business down. Bernie is looking to just make things fairer. Bernie's looking to to do some intelligent things for people in the country. Bernie doesn't want to sit and backpat everybody and play with the establishment. And Bernie's going to tell it like it is. 
And that, to all the pundits, to all the newscasters, to all the elitists, whether they be a right-wing elitist or left-wing elitist or people who think that they know uh, about the average person, this is not what the average person wants. They want somebody that they know. They want somebody that's consistent. They want somebody that they can depend upon uh, for the rules and norms of their tribes. And that's why Trump has his loyal supporters, and that's why Bernie has his. And the sooner people get that, the better off they'll understand what's going to happen in this election. So that's my thing on Bernie and Trump. And I've got two cats outside my window going, (laughs) you can hear them on here. These are the feral cats that I take care of. They're telling me to end this show because they're saying Bernie and Trump are going to be in a big cat fight really soon. You hear them? I hope so. What a funny thing. I'm not going to edit this out. Listen, that's my view on Just Thinking. Thanks so much for listening. I'll catch you guys later. Bye-bye now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Just Thinking with Stan Wanglin. Please feel free to follow and subscribe on whichever podcasting service you use for your podcasting needs and give us a rating and review for Just Thinking with Stan Wanglin. And also, you can check Stan out on Twitter. It's at S. Wangland. That's at S. Wangland. W-A-N-G-L-U-N-D on Twitter. And you can also follow all the great shows on the Reality Check Podcast Network on our Instagram page, Reality Check Podcast Network, or on our Twitter at our podcast network on Twitter. And if you are interested in advertising or sponsoring your products, your services on this show, all you have to do is hit me up at wwrpodcast.com at gmail.com and find out about the great rates to advertise on shows like Just Thinking with Stan Wanglin and the many, many more great shows on the Reality Check Podcast Network. Are you interested in spirituality and the paranormal? Do you enjoy having conversations about social issues and current events with a balanced and spiritual perspective? Are you intrigued by ancient prophecies and mysteries of the past or just unraveling modern-day conspiracy theories? If so, I would like to invite you to come on a journey with me on my show, The Spirit Side, available on all the major podcast platforms. I'm Paul James Caden, and I hope to see you there. What's going on? You have John Wanglin, one of the hosts of Wrestling With Reality. Check out our shows this week on Wrestling With Reality. We have some great shows. We have our MMA show. We look at is Khabib Namagamadov versus George St. Pierre a reality? Why John Jones is such a disgrace to the UFC? We also have on WCW Monday Nitro Watch Along, and we take a look back at Triple H in his 25-year career in the WWE. So check out Wrestling With Reality on all major podcast outlets.